Welcome to the Next Brave Thing podcast. My name is Ella Hooper, and I believe that breakthrough is on the other side of bravery. This podcast features brave stories, emotional health, and creativity to inspire you to take your next brave step. Hi, friends. Welcome back to The Next Brave Thing. Today is another solo episode, and I'm going to try my best to make it short and sweet. Um, Doing this podcast has been a great challenge, but a great love. I'm really learning a lot about myself as I try my best to be consistent with getting out episodes. And I just want to thank you guys who actually tune in and listen to my podcast. It really... um, is very like encouraging, very, very kind that you would take time to listen to my podcast. So I so appreciate it. And I want to give a shout out to Ian Lee, who helps me with my podcast um, with the audio. I've actually recently ran into issues with my microphone and all of that. And he helps me improve the sound. Um, And so I'm super grateful for you, Ian. Um, But today I wanted to jump on here and um, really talk about a quote that stood out to me. And um, it's by James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. And he says, people spend a lot of time talking about other people's bodies, gossiping about other people's relationships, critiquing other people's business, etc., Keep your eyes on your own paper, work on your body, nurture your relationships, improve your business. We all have plenty to improve. And I love this quote because the more I have healed, the more I just stay focused on my own lane. And I definitely have fallen into this trap of commenting and critiquing you know, my environment, my workplace, my body, like other people's, you know, the way that they're healthy or not healthy or commenting about people's relationships. I have totally fallen into that trap. And usually it's because there's something in me that feels dissatisfied. You know, I usually feel when I'm feeling really like not in a good space, like I'm not feeling like I'm eating healthy or working out or, I don't know, I can hold resentment real quick and start kind of critiquing the environment I'm in. But I have learned to kind of focus in on like, if I'm critiquing and like judging or gossiping or commenting about all of these negative things that are going on around me, then I'm obviously not connected to myself and I'm obviously feeling that way about myself. If I feel dissatisfied with myself, I will always look to something external, whether it's relationships in my life, um, my job or something else. I'll always be like in the blame space of like, well, the reason why I feel upset is because of X, Y, and Z. (laughs) And like, it's something that like, I don't think I fully mastered getting out of. So as I kind of talk through this episode today, I don't want you to think that like I'm so morally morally superior and I never fall into this pattern, but something, a truth that I kind of keep coming back to is I am the only person I can change. And I have spent so much time thinking about where other people who are triggering me need to change. And if they just change, then life would be better. And it 
actually gave me a great sense of freedom when I realized that other people can't change. Like I can't expect other people to change if that makes sense, but I can change. Um, it actually gave me a ton of freedom and a lot more power and choice. And so what I mean by that is like empowerment in the sense of like, oh, well, if they can't change, I can actually put in a boundary. Um, but one core belief that I feel is unshakable within me is that I do believe people can change um, because I've changed and I've seen people around me who were really in unhealthy coping strategies and unhealthy patterns and sabotaging and their life was blown up in a mess and in debt and crazy and just you you name it, the, the gnarliest situations. I've literally seen them walk out redeemed and recovered. So I have a ton of hope for people. So I don't want people to think like I'm in that place of like people can't change like and quite pessimistic. I'm not about that. But I have surrendered this idea that someone needs to change in order to make my life better. And it's really like quite a process to let go of that um, because they usually involve some grief. Like what if my parent doesn't change? What if my boss doesn't change? Oh, I have to sit with that. Will, what boundaries do I need to put in place? What level of acceptance do I need to come to? And I think a lot of people think acceptance is like giving up, but I think in a lot of ways, you're not holding on to some sort of fantasy that this person's going to magically change and come back around. And I think that like that we can spend a lot of time in fantasy, just it's fantasy can kind of serve as like a protector, like trying to keep you uh, hopeful that someone else will change. But I think some, a great level of empowerment comes when you choose into you changing. And I've kind of like had that when when I've shifted into that belief, it's so counterintuitive, but often the person will change or the person will improve because I don't know about you, but one of my pet peeves is when someone is trying to get me to change. Someone's trying to control me or tell me what I should be doing. And um, that's like one of my like real pet peeves. If someone is telling me that I need to change, like the thing that I want to do is rebel against them. (laughs) And so the funny thing is we're not aware that when we hold tightly that someone needs to change, we're actually pushing people away a lot of the time. And so like, and I've thought about this, like when I am like in my transformation journey, it's actually take a long time to kind of get deeper revelations or breakthroughs in my life. To change something in my life has taken actually quite a lot of work. So if I have a fantasy that someone will magically change or I say a prayer and God will suddenly change someone's heart, which can happen sometimes, but it doesn't always happen, then I'm living at the mercy of something else. I'm actually not living an empowered life. Thing about myself has actually cost me and taken years and taken a lot to change something about myself. Why would I put this insane expectation on someone else to all of a sudden change? 
Like right now, I am really diving into my nervous system and my stress responses to things. And and when I say stress responses, I'm talking about your flight, fight, fawn, freeze responses. And that I'm learning to actually change that and like emotionally regulate better. And I'm like, dang, that actually takes a lot to do that. So if you are expecting that someone who is avoidant, for example, will all of a sudden just stop being avoidant, that's like, you know, that that's going to take some time. And then, you know, same is for the anxious person, someone that's really an anxious attached person, like they're not going to all of a sudden just stop being anxious. Like they're actually, it actually takes a, like a long time to rebuild security within yourself. And I think the biggest thing about change that I wish everybody would know, like, I think that often we enlist the tool of shaming, like, oh my gosh, they need to know, they need a good telling off. Um, when we use the tool of shaming, we cannot hate ourselves into loving ourselves better. Like we can't like actually shame does kind of motivate us for a little bit and we live this kind of on edge life. Um, but love is the thing that changes us. Love transforms us. And what I have learned most about transformation in my life is I have my most powerful transformative moments have been when I felt safe, not when I felt judged, when I felt safe, where I could come to these hard realizations about hard things in my life. Um, I think the big thing in life is like it's really hard to change when we feel a sense of abandonment. And so what I help clients do, or I get them to go to, you know, you know, maybe trauma therapist, someone who's really specialized in this, I want people to actually rebuild safety before they tackle harder things in their life. Because when we feel safe, we feel so much more access to, I don't know, weather harder things or confront harder things. And so if you are on this journey of trying to figure out like how to transform your life or inspire other people to change, um, you, you want to learn how to build safety and, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive. The less I've needed other people to change, the more they change around me. And really like that's not in I think the other important thing to be really, really aware of is if you're going to come from that posture of like the only person I can change is myself, the next question would be what boundaries do I need to have in place to keep in my compassion? So we can't just let, you know, it be a doormat to people's crap. Like you don't want to be doing that, but you also need to kind of have, um, uh, Rachel Hughes, who's been on this podcast, she would talk about having internal boundaries and external boundaries. So even just like the way that you talk to yourself or the way that you um, view the world, like if it's from a real punishing lens, like start to have boundaries about how you talk to yourself. Um, and then also 
like external boundaries might be like actually learning how to communicate to other people what's okay and what's not okay for you. Um, so the more you get clear with that, the more free you become. And I think it's initially kind of hard because there's a usually a grief process when you think, oh my gosh, this person in my life who I love might not change. Will I be okay? And it doesn't mean like God can't work a miracle, but I think where you get your power back and not in an egotistical power way, you get your power back when you just focus on you, focus on your lane. And do you know what is the most impactful thing is when you are walking so whole and so free, you become so inspiring to people. Um, and then they want to change because they, they're inspired by you. They also kind of start to focus on your own lane. And I think James Clear was coming from the perspective of really focusing on what things can I do, little things I can do every day to change, make change in my life. Anyway, so thank you for listening today. I know this topic can be pretty hard hitting, so feel free to book in a life coaching session if you're like, oh my gosh, I need to unpack this. I feel offended with what you're telling me. (sighs) Yes, I know it's a hard truth, but anyway, I love you all and I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for listening today. Please download, share with your friends and write a review. If you would like to book in a life coaching session with me, go to my website at www.ella-hooper.com or follow me on Instagram at Next Brave Thing Podcast.